Hey guys, welcome, and thank you for tuning in to One Couple, Two Cultures. As the name might imply, we are a couple and we come from two very different cultures. A free-spirited Italian-American. And an organized German. In a relationship? A recipe for disaster? Or a perfect blend of cultures? One thing is for sure. There are a lot of different opinions. A lot. If you enjoy a spirited discussion, laughter, and a relationship based on mutual teasing, stick stick around. around. Hi, Hi guys, everyone. and welcome back to One Couple, Two Cultures. And today it's episode 10. 10. Yes, our first 10 episodes are behind us. Well, not yet. Today is the 10th. And it's a special episode because we have invited my parents to join us today and talk about themselves, which they obviously love to do. And <laughs> uh, But no, like us, they are also a couple from two, two different cultures. So we want to talk a little bit about that today. My mom originally, you know, maybe you can see from her looks, German, blonde, blue-eyed, tall, you know, so fits fits the profile, let's say. And my dad, originally from Spain, you know, maybe fits the profile, black hair, maybe. Totally. I don't know. Works. So, yeah, they come from two different cultures, but they found themselves together in Germany. And so there's a lot of open questions there to answer for us today. So Sabrina's going to have the first question so she's got to be careful because future you know parent par- parents-in-law and all so shoot away uh-oh hokey dokey then um okay my first question is for you christian you were originally born and raised in barcelona correct correct and you moved to germany also correct good so i'm off to a good start two for two. <laughs> what age did you move to germany eight years and how was that for you, moving from Spain to Germany? I'm sure it must have been different. I don't know, at eight years old, if you can remember much or... Well, actually, I can remember quite a bit, but it was less of a traumatic experience as you may uh, envisage, you know, coming from okay. the sun to clouds and rain. Um, but, well, I mean, for me, I was eight years old, yes, but my mother was German, my father was Spanish, and that made a whole difference, I think because I was already accustomed to kind of the German thinking and the German way. Interesting. <laughs> and yeah, kind of. And really the most striking experience for me was actually in school. I mean, really? uh, yeah, the normal family life, you know, my parents did the best to not have that change too much. And yes, I definitely sense the difference in weather. Uh, clearly, that wasn't too <laughs> difficult, but it was okay, actually. I, I think as an eight-year-old, you don't think that much about it. Uh, so that wasn't that bad. Can I ask, what was a difference that you can remember in school? Well, there were quite a bit of differences. I mean, to start with it in Spain, it's a whole day school. So it was at the time, oh. you know, I went to school at, I don't know, eight or nine in the morning. I think nine o'clock it was. And then I spent the day in school until five o'clock, five thirty. That long? Yep, that's how it was. And in Germany, you know, you came from school at twelve o'clock. You went to eight o'clock, and then twelve o'clock it was over at twelve thirty. So that was quite a difference. You know, it was a a little bit like a vacation going to Germany. So you're saying when you came home, you bothered your parents more? Um, I (laughs) do have to accept every question. No, you do not. So I'm your son, you do. <laughs> no, we skip that one. She was asking, you know. First lesson for uh, She's any be couple. be polite. I don't have to be. Eh, come on. Any couple in any culture, you know, if women talk, let them talk. 
Constantine. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Good one, isn't it? So, uh, no, and, and the vacation kind of feeling even became more pronounced because uh, not only was school over much earlier, but school in Germany was so much easier than in Spain. I mean, it really? was uh, totally. I mean, in Spain, when we had first class, uh, we could already write and we could already, you know, read. And um, we actually, when I left Spain eight years old, we were dividing uh, five-digit numbers and everything in school. Oh my and God. then I came to Germany and, you know, people were basically uh, just uh, having really gone through, you know, being able to read, to write. And we started with uh, two times three, two times four, two times so five. So you must have like been that. so advanced for your age when you yeah, got there. Well, I wouldn't say, you know, I had a an advantage in those kind of things at the start you know i i'd say so not because i was whatever better in that sense but i had learned more yeah uh, and that, that was indeed in in some of the um, subjects i think uh, i definitely knew a little bit more and that helped definitely to adjust at the beginning for yeah. sure yeah and then the third factor, and just to finish that off, you know, which again made it so much easier in school in Germany was that in Spain, during the time that I was there, we were still beaten in school. And, you know... I'm sorry, really? Well, yeah, if you did certain things, you yeah. know, if you didn't behave well, then you had to come to the front of the class, you know, show your fingertips and you were beaten with a wooden, uh, what do you call it? A a ruler exactly on your fingertips sometimes on your head and um, sometimes it was a little bit more than that and you already you also had to sit in the corner you know kind of this i don't know i can't do it yeah, right yeah. now but, yeah. but you know it's a uh, yeah i mean with your legs and your hip down and whatever Oof. And they just then waited until you broke, basically, you know, until you broke down. Until oh my you God. couldn't do it anymore. It's funny because I never really thought that would be a thing in Spain. Well, Spain during you know? that time when I was there was still dictatorship, you know, oh. and I was at a Jesuit school and we had monks and teachers. And the monks were very nice, actually, very strict, but very nice. But the teachers were less nice. And so that was, and in Germany, you know, nobody touched you really. I mean, yeah. so... Uh, it was really coming to a totally different school world. Wow, that's so, so interesting. Yeah, it kind of explains his thick-headedness today if he got beaten by that ruler on the head a couple of times. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right, <come> <laughs> Well, my next can, question. Can, can Sabrina <laughs> continue the no, asking? No, no, no. It's my turn now. My next question is actually for my mom. So, pass the microphone. You know, mom, you have, when you were younger been to Boston, to Australia, to Paris. You've been to several places and you've lived there for some time. So obviously those are all different experiences in different countries, you know, with you coming from Germany. So what were some of the experiences that stuck with you? Some of the cultural differences that stuck with you? Maybe something you took away from it and, and wanted to keep and something you were like, wow, that really shocked me in a sense. Yeah, I, would, I would say when you, when you th speak about these three countries, for me, the most interesting country was Australia because uh, there people were so nice. And just coming from Germany, it was very much like they were so friendly. They did a lot of great things to me. Particularly, I could stay. I was, I was there for six months. And uh, after the first two weeks, I spent in a hotel. I was working there already. 
they this family um, offered me that I could stay with them and just do a little bit of babysitting. And so I stayed the whole six months with them. And was I had a great time, and they were so friendly, so nice. And I took a lot of experiences from the, that time to uh, later when I had a family, so that I always would would be uh, yeah would be uh, able to um, or would be prepared for offering other people that they could stay with us and that they would make some nice experience in Germany. Because in my opinion, Germans aren't so friendly normally. You know, that was also... They aren't known for being that friendly. They aren't so known. Yeah. They aren't so open-minded. I think, it, like, there might be a difference between Southern and Northern Germany. That's what people say. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, where I come I from, it's more the middle of Germany. There, People are very open-minded, I would say. In certain parts of Germany, there. And uh, But still, it's a huge difference. You know, it's a huge difference. And same in Boston. I had a lot of very, very nice... I mean, in Boston, I met these two. I, I, I was um, in this house of these very nice two uh, women. I still have contact today with them. And they were so nice to me. They offered me... They gave me so many possibilities. And at that time, I studied English. So uh, I had great six months with them. So, uh, yeah, my experiences were very nice. Same so, in Paris, but Paris was, again, very different. So all positive, though, pretty all much. All positive, yeah, very positive. Very nice. In comparison, particularly to, German, to Germany, because Germany is just very, in my opinion, maybe today it's a little bit more different because a lot of people are coming also to Germany. So, but a lot of Germans are still very close, in my opinion. If you can say this. <laughs> He's offering a different opinion. <laughs> I'm offering a different opinion in that sense, because I think that Germany has changed quite a bit, you know, in that sense. I think that the fact that, you know, I've been now more than 40 years in Germany, and I think when, when I came, yes, uh, aside from certain areas, you know, the Rhine area or the Rheinland, and so on, and Bergisch land or whatever, you know, certain areas. Rheinland? Yeah, yeah, Did well, that's correctly? how it's called, you oh, know, but uh, certain areas of, of Germany, you know, they've always been very open, others less, but I think over the last 30, 40 years, because Germans have traveled so much and because many people have made the experiences like you had in Australia or whatever, you know, they have become much more open. And today I'd say uh, Germany in great parts is a much more open country and people's own, people are more open than they have been in the past that's at least what i'd say you know yeah it's certainly compared to the australians or compared to others you know still well, they're just you know they're great no, no doubt about it i mean australians are known i feel like australians canadians are known for being open and nice and you know not necessarily all parts of you know the u.s are known for being open and nice but i feel like australia i've I've had a couple of people go there and I think most people have said yeah. people are great, animals are dangerous pretty much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, 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 can, I can see that. But I think Sabrina wanted to ask a very good question. I did. So I guess my question is for you also because like us, you guys are both come from two different cultures. You know, you coming from Spain, you growing up in Germany and... I wanted to ask, Constantine came into my family 
huge Italian family. I, your family is also Spanish, so huge Spanish family. You know, it was different for you coming into mind. Did you, what was your experience going into such a big Spanish family? <laughs> was it nice? <laughs> you're an interest. Tell me about it. Oh yeah, you're interested in my in my answer. I guess. <laughs> no, no, it is very interesting for me. The first impression was, let's say, people were also the same, very friendly in comparison to Germany, and they were like, uh, the family was just very big. I was always very much. Wow, I did. I said like when when we are inviting family, then there we know exactly. Okay, there are coming ten people. We p put ten plates on the table, and in Spain, my first experience was okay. We are doing something like a party tonight. Everybody is coming, and then I was asking, okay, how many people are coming? Who knows? And nobody <laughs> could tell me. And there were like a lot of plates. And when there wouldn't have been enough uh, enough uh, things to eat, they they said, okay, then somebody eats a little bit less. So it was never a problem about how many people are coming. And everybody was so happy. As more people were coming, everybody was more happy. So I really liked this very much. And also... Um, I will never forget when once there was again a party when we came to Spain. I mean, every the weather was great, like always, and there were coming so many people, so many relatives. So they put all the chairs outside, all the lamps outside, and it was we were just sitting in this big garden, and the children were asking at around like seven o'clock, "Okay, when do we eat?" Like constant, you were so hungry, and I said. <laughs> It, Ooh, it, yeah, it might still take a while. And so we ate around like 10 or 11 o'clock. And my, that's kind of early, maybe, but not for the <laughs> Germans, for our German kids. I mean, and we normally ate late at that time, which is like 8 or 9 o'clock in the evening. The Germans normally eat at like 6 or 7 o'clock at wow. night. So that was a huge difference. And uh, yeah, for also for our kids, it was kids, it was... A big difference. Yeah. So what you're describing is what one of the first experience for me was with Serena was the one obviously big groups mm -hmm. and two the spontaneity of things. Yes, totally. That it's just like you know, and and I feel like I inherited that trait from you in part that I like to plan things, <laughs> and you like to plan things. <laughs> things where wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I have to you know raise an objection here, Your Honor. You know, I denied. Mean, <laughs> no, 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 not denied. No, I mean this is clearly a prejudice here against Spanish people. You know, uh, yes, Germans like to plan, but we also like to plan. You know, we are just open for surprises. You know, we know that it never goes according to plan, and if something else comes up, we deal with it. You know, True. that's the I only difference. That. Yeah, absolutely, isn't it? Yeah, but we also like to plan. I feel like it's more the other way. You like to be spontaneous, and if a plan happens to come along, you you take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I plan a lot. Yeah, you plan a lot, but I learned also. You've been a in lot. Germany for forty years. That's true. That's true. You I were learned. indoctrinated, <laughs> and you're a lawyer. Double next prejudice. Now we are against <laughs> lawyers. Okay, come on. Okay. All right. <laughs> Lawyers are great. All right. All right. To play Monopoly with. <laughs> <laughs> that would take a long explanation. That's a long explanation. Yeah, but 
the short is that my daughter-in-law to be or is already you know i mean at that time in to be you know she doesn't deal well with losing and monopoly that's I the short deal one well. and we stop it here <laughs> okay fine <laughs> <laughs> well we have a last question so you guys moved to chicago together actually after you were married already and you had two kids already you know my big sister and and a three-month cute 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 constantine <laughs> and you moved over to chicago for a year because that was studying there and that was obviously a big you know change from germany to chicago for a year with two kids how did that feel go how were the cultural impacts you know experience that's there in the u.s Let's say I only can, can speak for me and for the two children, let's say, in this way, because I was responsible for you at that time because your father was studying. He was still a lot at home, but still uh, his main part was studying. And so, first of all, I thought this will be very difficult for me. But uh, at the end, I must say, and also I thought this when we when we've been there, It was a great experience because America offers so many things for little kids. And uh, let's say we took all our possibilities and at that time we didn't have no money, any money. Yeah, so it was very difficult. We couldn't afford a car or something. But still then you could do so many things in Chicago. And we went to all the museums and the, uh, particularly the museums in America, in my opinion, they have, they offer a lot of possibilities for little children. And you made a lot of experience, different experiences with electricity, with water, with, I, I loved it for you. There it were some great. very interactive museums yes, exactly. where you could interact with. Exactly. The, and with at that things. time in Germany, they didn't exist. Not like this. So, uh, We spent each week, like always, in three different museums. I always went with you there. And also the rest, I mean, the the American people, they were very, very open again. Well, you also mainly got to know international. You got to know a lot of international people, too. Yeah, but also some, some American people. We still are very good friends with them But today. also, to, the, you know, to be fair, a big part of the U.S. is that it's a country of yeah, immigrants. That's so. true. It is a lot of people from all over the place, generally, too, that you get to know in the first place. So No, that's that, true. That makes sense, too. But yeah, I've heard stories about, uh, I, I can tell that story because I know it, uh, that when you moved over to Chicago, that basically all your friends from the university came and gave you the stuff that they didn't need anymore. Actually not. Is that correct? It was a little bit different. I, I had, you know, I, when I said that I wanted to do this master, you know, mom told me basically, okay, go ahead. But, uh, you know, we need to have it financed somehow. And, and I got two scholarships. And one of them was actually with a tutor, with a mentor, you know, which was from the Rotary Foundation. And when I came over, you know, he basically was waiting for me and I told him, um, well, in, in a week from now, my family comes, you know, two little kids, my wife, and we need to get things sorted out somehow. And um, yeah, and then he said, well, what do you mean things sorted out? Yeah, I have to buy at least some things so that we can sleep and whatever in the apartment. He said, forget about it, you know. I will drive around and will tell people, you know, that there are these Germans coming with two little kids and I'll drive around and collect stuff, you know. And, well, 
we drove around and you know when you came basically you had almost everything you had uh, indeed toys and everything that the families gave you know and so it was really the americans here that helped a lot <laughs> I have to. I have to say. Hold on. I have to say something because <laughs> they had they had a children's room. They had so many toys. You know. Yeah, more than at home. They had much more than at home. They had a little bit of everything. They could play outside, inside. It was just amazing. Really amazing, in my opinion. You saw something here, which happens in every culture. <laughs> You know, if the woman wants to take the microphone, I give it over. No, but it was Dad, really... Dad, Dad, <laughs> if the woman wants to speak, you yeah. got to let her speak. Hey, absolutely. Remember See? that lesson <laughs> I, a wise man told me once. See, yeah, well, you learn. <laughs> no, but, but to, to finish that off, you know, uh, so we had great experience actually with our American counterparty there the family of the mentor we met at the time, but also with our neighbors, which we are still friends, you know, Rick and Heidi, and many others that we met, but also the international people indeed. You know, we were more than 30 in our program and of many, many countries, I think it was 25 or something. And we being the, you know, the daddy and mommy, you know, of that community, <laughs> we invited people to us, you know. Every Thursday, every Thursday. And we cooked. We cooked so that uh, we could stay together. It was very nice. Yeah, and and that was you know, a great experience, and we're still friends with some of them. So yeah, I mean, overall, Chicago was a great year, I think, for both of us. And definitely, uh, Mom did a great job, you know, bringing us through that year or bringing you through that year. And and so I think we definitely, uh, yeah would look back with a lot of gratitude to that. But no, I I just want to yeah, summarize by basically saying that yeah, you came from two different cultures, one couple going strong for a long time now. And uh you've also collected a lot of other cultures and cultural in, you know, experiences along the way and impacts you've got from Australia, Boston, Paris, Spain, you know, you went to Indonesia in your studies and all over the place. So yeah, I really think that shows how it enriches your life. And you also, you know, raised two kids who obviously one now lives in Los Angeles, which I think I, I don't know if I would have been, would have had the courage to do so if you guys wouldn't have, you know, raised me to be independent and to be open to travel to other places. And I know, you know, and I say that, you know, you know, you made it possible for me to have the courage to do so doesn't doesn't make it any easier but i do think that you know that made it possible for me to feel like i could have a home somewhere else too you know and and to be comfortable enough to say i will find my way because i think a lot of people are scared to move away from home understandably so you know and i, I moved away alone we didn't know anybody in los angeles And I think, you know, because I grew up with the stories that you've told today about the great experiences you've had traveling to other countries. And I didn't know at that time that I was going to stay there. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, that, that shows that, I don't know, maybe it shows even if you come from a couple with two cultures, maybe you yourself are more likely to be a couple from two cultures. And it carries on 
a long line of couple two cultures. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a couple of two cultures. Were, so. Yeah, exactly. So that's a, I don't know. Maybe that's how it is. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> well, and, good luck with that. <laughs> and no, well, thank you for coming on our podcast. And it was very interesting. No, it was we can't wait to have you on it again at some point. It'll be really fun. Thanks, Maybe guys. play some group Monopoly or something. Oh, <laughs> that's a big fat. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, I think that's the time to cut it before we get into an argument. So <laughs> let's, let's let's cut it here. Thanks, guys. Bye, <laughs> we'll guys. see you next time.